Hello, 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 good day, and welcome to another episode of After School History. I am, as always, your genial host, Anthony J. Ashitino, and I know some of you were probably rather confused about the fact that I didn't have an episode last week. Um, I, I was actually very busy, and I didn't have the time to record a proper episode, uh, but fear not. I am recording an episode now, and it is going to be the end of the year episode. I'm very excited about this because it's the first time I'm doing an end of the year episode, and it's the first time because it's the end of the first year I'm doing the podcast. So uh, what I wanted to do was talk about, there were so many things I wanted to talk about, but there were a couple that I wanted to, you know, be on top of. And we're going to have a little bit of fun with that, and then we're going to have a little bit of fun with, um, and you know, what I'm going to call uh, the first annual Ask Ash, what's going to happen? What's going to happen in the next year? Uh, I'm going to put all of that forward, and, um, you know, we're going to see what happens. And then a year from now, some of you can definitely write to me and be like, hey, listen, you are 100% wrong about this, or my goodness, man, you've, you know, got it on the nose, spot on, as it were. Um, <clears throat> so a couple of things I wanted to talk about. First of all, this is the last podcast of the year. Um, for those of you who are counting it the way that uh, most of society counts it of the, the decade, um, I get it. I know that usually the decade begins with a zero. So, you know, it will be a one through an, a, a zero through nine. Um, you know, we're we're now moving into the twenty twenties. Um, will I run for the presidency? Who knows? That's yet to be seen. Uh, but I'm going to make a prediction right off the bat. Uh, about that. So this is the first of the uh, Ashitino predictions for 2020. And here's what it is about the presidency. Now, I don't know, as of the 31st of December, I don't know who the Democrats are going to run for the presidency. There are obviously some major, major names out there. Uh, I'm going to suggest the following. It won't really matter uh, for two reasons. Number one, <clears throat> I think that based upon um, what our intelligence agencies have been putting forward, there's a very good chance that because of our lack of interest in securing the elections, there's a great chance that the elections will be tampered with. But even more than that, um, here's the bottom line, folks, and it's been the bottom line. I'm not going out on a great limb by saying this. The bottom line is that when the economy is doing well, or, or, and here's the important thing, when the perception of the economy is doing well, the incumbents win. What do I mean by that? Uh, quite simply this. <clears throat> Whoever's in office continues to stay in office when people feel the economy is going well. Right now in the United States, there is a general feeling that the economy is doing well. If this continues until November 2020, which admittedly is a long, long time from now. But if it continues, Donald J. Trump will be reelected as president. If the economy does not continue, it doesn't mean he won't be reelected. But it means what it means is that there will actually be a chance 
that whoever is running as the Democrat will win. And obviously, if the economy takes uh, an absolute fall off of the, you know, if it does a, a roller coaster from the peak and, and starts tanking, then it's a very good chance that he will not be reelected. But if history teaches us anything, and I am a student of history, as those of you who listen to my podcast know, or those of you who know me know, <clears throat> the bottom line is that if the economy is doing well, or people feel the economy is doing well, they're going to vote for the party in power. So Trump is going to win re-election. Those who want to talk about the uh, impeachment, yes, I mean, I, you know, honestly, and this is not me, me being partisan. This is me being honest. There are several legitimate charges against the president. Um, I do feel that <clears throat> the impeachment is warranted, um, and it has nothing to do with, with partisanship. I mean, obviously, I have my own feelings, as does everyone. Anyone who tells you that they're completely apolitical, then they have no interest in politics, um, is lying to you. Okay, Everyone does. But at the end of the day, um, none of this really matters. Again, as I've said before, um, you know, in talking with people, talking with my students, um, you know, the impeachment is, is, is done and done. He has been impeached. He will not be convicted because the Republicans will never uh, vote to, to convict him. So this is all just, uh, you know, I mean, he's been put on trial. Uh, things will be brought out. It doesn't really matter. Uh, most Republicans have already said that they have no interest at all in convicting him. Their decisions have already been made. So that's the way it's going to go. Um, now, what the results of that are going to be, is it going to inspire Republicans? Is it inspire Democrats? Uh, we'll have to wait and see. You know, it's a very interesting situation. It's interesting because it's only been done three times in the history of this country. Um, neither the previous two times have been successful. The third time's not going to be successful either. Um, again, for those of you who've joined us late, Nixon was not impeached. Uh, Nixon resigned rather than face impeachment. He would have been impeached and he would have been convicted. Uh, the Republicans basically came to him and said, Mr. President, you know, based on the, the smoking gun you know, tapes that have been released, you cannot possibly hope to come out of this. And so the best thing to do would be to resign now. And Nixon, to his credit, did. He resigned. Um, so, you know, the the only other op uh, positions where a president has been impeached, Andrew Johnson impeached in the aftermath of, you know, the Lincoln assassination. And then, of course, uh, Bill Clinton impeached uh, in 1999 in the aftermath of the Monica Lewinsky deal on the basis of, of you know, uh, perjury. Um, right now, again, predictions here, unless the economy goes off the deep end, Trump wins re-election, um, probably loses the popular vote again. Uh, I don't know how, by how much it might be more this time, but, um, you know, there, like I said, there are two things that are going to define that. So moving along from that, uh, with, with that nasty business, um, what else is going to happen in 2020? Um, so I'm going to make a prediction about what's going on with Iran right now. Um, I do feel that the United States is going to um, authorize some kind of military action against Iran. And I feel this for two reasons. Number one, 
Uh, the United States, uh, the, the current president, uh, Donald Trump, wants to be seen as uh, a strong man. He wants to be a wartime president because that always boosts a president's popularity. The American citizenry are, um, they're, they're unwilling to really go against the president when there's a war going on. They tend to give the president, um, you know, the benefit of the doubt. Um, now, I'm not saying Iran is completely innocent in this. Don't, don't think that for a moment. Um, but I do think that the United States is going to take every opportunity coming up uh, to go after him. And I also feel that there are two other things that are weighing in right now. Number one, if you look at Israel, which <clears throat> Israeli politics are um, really intertwined with American politics, and that's that's not talking smack about Israel. It's not talking smack about Jews. It's just making an observation. I think that the current prime minister, the the guy who's kind of running things in Israel right now, uh, Benjamin Netanyahu, um, he desperately needs something to distract from the fact that um, you know he's having charges brought against him on all sorts of levels, and the fact that. Um, they're unable in Israel right now, if you've been following Israeli politics, to form a government. Uh, the best thing right now would be to, you know, switch the focus. And the best thing to switch the focus on is to switch the focus on a perceived existential threat to Israel, a.k.a. Iran. So now you get the, the United States and Israel going against Iran. I mean, that's that's a two-for-one right there, okay? That's a no-brainer. They're going to try and provoke Iran uh, to doing something stupid. And unfortunately, given the current Iranian uh, leadership, um, I don't think that that's that difficult to do. I think that they will easily be provoked to do something stupid. So absolutely, military strikes against them uh, coming up within the next year. Um, the stock market, probably in the United States, will manage to eke itself out. I think after the election, things are going to collapse pretty quickly in 2021, 2022, because there's no real sustainability about uh, the U.S. economy with the Fed, uh, with the market. Uh, but I think that what the government can do right now is they can manage, and they will, to hold things out until then. Um, in order to you know continue the election of, of the incumbents that are in right now. Um, <clears throat> as far as uh, politics go in the United States, um, I don't know about Judge Justice, Ruth Bader Ginsburg. I don't know that she's going to manage to go another year or two. Um, I wouldn't be surprised at all to see her. Um, unfortunately, have to leave office uh, within the next year or so. Hopefully next year at this time, I'll be talking to you guys and I'll be able to say, you know, hey, notorious uh, RBG held on for another year. Uh, but I do fear that that's going, she's going to go and that that's going to become another, um, you know, uh, Supreme Court position filled by a party with no support from the other side. Um, as far as other things go, let's see, sports, make a couple of predictions. Number one, and you heard it here, um, 
I refuse to accept this current line of thinking about the Patriots that they're finally down and out. Now, I do not like the Patriots. I don't like the Ravens either. Um, I, I do root for the Steelers as things are. But in, in American football and gridiron football, the bottom line is that you discount the Patriots at your own peril. They're in the playoffs. And in the playoffs, as I've reminded several of my Eagles uh, supporting fans, um, every single game is its own season. And at this point right now, you've put yourself into a situation where you only have to really win four games. That's it. A max. If you manage to get a bye, you have to win three games. So every game is its own thing. Uh, The Patriots, I refuse to exclude them right now. Um, If I had to take a bet, if I really had to take a bet, I would probably say that the Super Bowl, uh, even though I've just said the Patriots, um, I would probably say it would be a Ravens-Niners Super Bowl. Who will win? I don't know. That one is, I I just, I don't feel you could make a a legitimate prediction about that. Um, If I had to say anything, I would probably say Niners, barely. Um, I love Jackson for Baltimore. I think he's a phenomenal quarterback, and, and I love watching the way Baltimore plays. I don't like Baltimore, but I love watching the way they play. The Niners, though, their their offense just finds ways to exploit things. And they're just a team that I, they just they just look when they're playing well, they're just unbeatable. And you know, are they gonna play that way against whoever they play? Are they gonna get to the Super Bowl? I don't know. But if you're gonna ask me right now, I'm gonna say the following. Niners over the Ravens in the Super Bowl. It'll be a Fairly low-scoring event. I don't see it being more... I don't see anyone scoring more than 30 points. All right, Premier League, which is really the only league that, you know, really matters here, right? Waiting for my my followers from Spain, Germany, France, Italy to, you know, hurl barbs at me. Um, Let's be honest here, okay? Liverpool are winning. Um, They are just unbeatable at this point. And I mean unbeatable. I mean, I don't know that they will lose a game all season. Now, maybe once we get really into the depths of Champions League, because let's face it, you know, at this point right now, they're not just looking at the Premier League and they're looking at winning back-to-back Champions Leagues. That's what they want, and as well they should. And Jurgen Klopp, if you're listening to this, and I hope you are, I hope this has gotten to you, um, good for you. Listen, that's what you want when you're back-to-back Champions League. You're going to win the league title anyway because nobody's catching up to you. For Liverpool to not win the Premier League for the first time in 30 years would be such a catastrophic failure. I just, I, I, I couldn't even begin to imagine it. I couldn't. I mean, you're talking about they, they could lose three, four games in a row and still be well above everyone else. So they're going to win. The real question is, who are the other teams that are going to come in? Um, I'll tell you who I'm going to make a prediction about. And those of you who listen to this know I'm a Chelsea fan. 
I make no bones about that. I am a Chelsea fan. Um, I would say right now, the way things are looking, though, um, I think Manchester City, absolutely. They have enough to finish top four. I think Leicester under Brendan Rodgers, whom I've always said, Rodgers is a phenomenal manager. He's won everywhere he's gone. I mean, up until Klopp won the uh, Champions League, um, Rodgers was a more successful Liverpool coach than uh, manager than was Klopp. Then he went to Celtic, Celtic for some of you, uh, did nothing but win. <clears throat> now he's back, Leicester City. He is uh, Brendan Rodgers. Listen, if I owned a franchise, um, Brendan Rodgers is welcome any day of the week uh, and, and twice on Friday to manage my club. Um, but with Leicester City, I think he's going to make them a top four uh, contender. They're definitely going to be. Um, I I want to say, <clears throat> I think Chelsea have the talent to do it. I think they're going to go um, in January in the transfer window. I think they're going to shore up a couple of positions. Um, I think Tottenham right now, I don't know. Mourinho, listen, I love Mourinho. Phenomenal manager. He He's really, I mean, if, if one of my children said to me, listen, I want to start studying, I would say go. he'd be one of the guys, one of the top guys, I would say go study under him. I think he's fantastic. Um, he's won more than almost anyone else. But I don't know the Tottenham have it this year. I really don't know that they do. I, I just don't think they have it. Um, United, I don't know. I mean, they should, but I don't know that they have it either. And I don't know that uh, Ole is, is the man to do it. Maybe he is. Um, so having said that, you know, I think probably top four. You're going to have a Liverpool, Manchester City, Leicester City, Chelsea, United will be right up there, Tottenham will be right up there, you know, but, but that's what I see. And maybe even Wolverhampton might see that. Um, predictions, again, for the next year, since I'm making them. Uh, I'm going to go with New York Yankees win the World Series. I'm going to do that simply because, it, you know, statistically, when I say that, I have an outstanding chance of that being the case. The Yankees have won more than anyone in the history of the game, um, and they've also won more. Uh, you know, if you're going to bet on them every year, you're going to win more than you lose, okay? Uh, the Yankees manage to just win. That That's what they do. Um, so we've got that going on. Um, I do want to make a couple of other predictions here. Let's see. Um, as far as the Senate goes in 2020, I know this is thrilling stuff for some of you. I think the Democrats have a decent chance of taking the Senate back. Um, you know, not not taking it back with the majority, like a, a supermajority, I'm sorry. But I think they have a decent chance of taking it back and with any luck getting rid of Mitch McConnell. Because I don't care if you're a Republican or a Democrat, he's just not a good leader. Um, I also think that in, in the coming year, um, we're going to see a couple of very interesting things uh, happen. I mean, obviously we've got Brexit coming up. We're going to see what happens with with when England decides to leave the European Union, Boris Johnson. I'm going to be heading out to England um, around April 11th or so. Um, so I'll be there. 
and I'll definitely be sure to let you guys know about things and, and to uh, uh, to post stuff. Um, and that's going to be very interesting. I think also that with the new decade coming in, you're going to see interesting stuff happen from Italy. Uh, apparently the right wing in Italy is going to be taking back power. I think you're going to see some interesting stuff in Russia. Um, you know, uh, Comrade Putin is going to continue with his, you know, uh, rulership of, of Russia. And who knows how that's going to go. Um, I don't see anything major happening in Korea. Um, the usual will happen there. China's the interesting thing because you've got the Chinese committing cultural genocide against the Uyghur Muslims. Um, that's not being talked about. Um, but if you go online, um, there are a lot of avenues where people are talking about it. Um, things like TikTok. Um, I know there are a lot of individuals on TikTok talking about what's going on in China. Um, it is absolutely despicable. Uh, but since, as I always tell my students in school, money comes before people. So we're not going to go overboard with this. We're not going to go crazy and talk about stuff. Um, but, you know, if you do follow what's going on, please do think about that. Uh, the Chinese are absolutely destroying Uyghur culture um, in, you know, the Western part of China um, and anywhere it exists um, on the basis of the fact that they, you know, don't want anything other than what they consider Chinese being the culture of the land. Um, and so that's that's really a problem. I don't know what's going to happen with that. I, I have some hope, but I also don't know about it. Um, other than that, uh, you know, there, there are other things. If you have anything else that you want to send to me, uh, want me to talk about, want me to comment on, please do. Um, other than that, you know what? It's been uh, it's been a hell of a year, uh, twenty nineteen, very interesting. Um, you know, I can't wait to see what twenty twenty is going to bring us. You know, it it's a great opportunity. It's a great opportunity for those of you out there listening to this right now, to go out and to be to make something of yourselves. You know, if you have an issue, don't blame the government, don't blame society, don't blame the economy. Go out there and do something yourself. That's really what we're all about, right? We're all about making it so that individuals can go out there and, you know, you have an issue with something, listen, complain to someone. Tell them, I'm not going to take this, I'm going to go against it. I hope that you do. I hope that everyone listening to this right now goes out there and makes a change in 2020. I know I'm going to do my best to do that. So in any case, we're going to leave you here at that. Um, I'm going to post this, and as a bonus, I'm also going to put up in the next day or two, um, I did a mini podcast with my daughter about Descendants Um She's fairly obsessed with Descendants right now. If you don't know what Descendants is, go look it up. Um, it's a Disney thing. Uh, if you know what it is, then you know what it is. But uh, I'm going to put that up there as well within the next day or so. So it's kind of a two-for-one for you guys. And then, of course, I'm going to be posting again next week. I go back to school on Thursday, two days from now. Um, Thursday, Friday, I'll be in school. But I will definitely be posting 
back on Sunday. So your weekly dose of after-school history will continue to be delivered, just like the drip from a hospital. Uh, you know, you're going to make sure that you get that. All right. Anyway, like I always say, uh, questions, comments, anything that you want to throw at me, please feel free to send it to me um, one way or another. I will talk to you soon. I hope all of you have a wonderful new year, and we will be in touch. Bye-bye.